America is not a racist country. This is the Soapbox for the week of May 2nd, 2021. A massive cultural war erupted last week, yet again, on the topic of race. All because someone of prominence had the audacity to declare that America is not a racist country. There are a few different ways to analyze this. Now, the first is technical. A country is simply a landmass, defined as a nation with its own government occupying a particular territory. The people within that country are capable of doing racist things and even supporting and enacting racist policies, but unless there's 100% agreement and compliance on those programs, it is simply inaccurate and patently unfair to assert that a nation is racist. And certainly, all indications are that Americans overwhelmingly want to see, as our founding documents demand, all Americans treated equally. The debate centers on the extent to which systems within the country, business, government, law enforcement, reflect biases that disadvantage non-white people. That's not the same as the country itself being racist, a position that it seems safe to assume most Americans wouldn't agree with. Secondly, we must, once again as is far too often the case, remind Americans to stop hating America and casting it as the worst at everything ever. This national self-loathing is a cancer that will destroy us. While nearly impossible to properly calculate or quantify, the level of racism in America is by far no means vastly higher than throughout the world. Anecdotally, we know that European countries continue to tolerate banana peels and monkey chants directed at black soccer players when they take the field. In terms of data and research, America shines like a beacon, yet that never seems to be reported. A 2019 study on racial discrimination in hiring showed that France has the highest discrimination rates, followed by Sweden. And the study found much smaller differences amongst Great Britain, Canada, Belgium, the Netherlands, Norway, the United States. What? All the way down there at the bottom? Meanwhile, something called the World Values Survey has been measuring global attitudes and opinions for decades. They asked respondents in more than 80 different countries to identify the kinds of people they would not want as neighbors. People of a different race came up, which led the research to say the more frequently the people in a given country say they don't want neighbors from other races, the less racially tolerant you could call that society. Now, you may or may not agree with that methodology, but the United States had the lowest rate of people saying they wouldn't want to live near people of a different race, to the tune of less than 5% of all respondents. Meanwhile, almost all of Europe and India were closer to 50%, saying they wouldn't want to live near someone of a different race. Which brings us to the third and final technicality that we must acknowledge before addressing the statement that America is not a racist country. Bigotry is a human condition that lives in all of us. Racism is a form of bigotry, although not all bigotry is racist. And this is instructive and informative and helpful in an empathetic way if we are ever going to move this conversation forward. All of us, every single one, is a bigot. Defined as, quote, a person who is unreasonably prejudiced against or antagonistic towards a person on the basis of their membership of a particular group. Check yourself Right now, you can immediately think who that group is for you, or many groups. Personally, I'm a bigot towards obese people, immediately judging them as being lazy and hating themselves. Also, fundamentally wear it on their sleeve religious people. You know, the kind who can't form one sentence without preaching their gospel to you in some way. 
And while this isn't quite the same as bigotry, I also cannot stand people with low self-confidence and low self-esteem. See, that doesn't really qualify because it's more of a personality trait that you can identify merely by the color of someone's skin or the size of their ass, but you get the point. And they're all wrong. Not the points. My bigotry. Specific to race, America and the world, but we already covered that, is filled with racists. In fact, I'd go so far as to say that if you're acknowledging that racism goes in all directions, and almost all of us can and have been victims of it, well then, I would be willing to dispute the notion that America is not a racist country. As a white man, I've been targeted and attacked for the color of my skin by black men on more than one occasion. And more prominently so since I started dating my African-American wife six years ago. Her name's Christina, and she has dealt with various forms of attacks from other black people because she's with a white man. That's still racist, even if it involves people of the same skin color. Just a couple weeks ago, an Asian man intentionally set out to rape a woman solely because she was white, as retribution for the rise in anti-Asian sentiment over the last year. The tension between Hispanics and African Americans is well known and historically long. Jokes about Asian drivers, black people not working, Hispanics being lazy, and Jewish people being cheap have been tolerated and celebrated since the beginning of time. And yes, I know Jewish people isn't a race. You understand the point. Using a limp wrist or a lisp to indicate the presence of homosexuality is still common, as is all forms of intolerance of the LGBTQ community. So, yeah. If that's what we're talking about, I'd rephrase it to America, like the rest of the world, is a nation filled with bigots. But that's not what we're talking about. Right now, in 2021, America being racist is entirely about the oppression of minorities by white people. Most Americans are in agreement about the existence of racism and racial discrimination on the individual level. We all know there are people out there who view people of other races as inferior, and most of us disdain the people who hold those views. Thus, America's not a racist country. And saying so shouldn't be controversial. But, of course, in 2021, everything is controversial and divisive. Enter Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina, the only black Republican senator and an ardent supporter of police, who has also spoken openly of being profiled and mistreated by law enforcement his entire life. While being an elected senator, he was once questioned by Capitol Police as to whether or not his credentials were real because he didn't look like a senator. And yet, Scott knows the importance of law enforcement and law enforcement reform as it relates to race. Last week, in the Republican response to President Joe Biden's address to Congress, Scott said, quote, Hear me clearly, America is not a racist country, end quote. And for the next 13 hours, the hashtag Uncle Tim trended which is a play on words referencing the revolting phrase Uncle Tom, which means a black man considered to be excessively obedient or servile to white people. Senator Scott had the impudence to assert that America wasn't racist, and Americans responded by being racist. Scott also said, quote, Today, kids are being taught that the color of their skin defines them again, as we did historically long ago. And if you look a certain way, they're an oppressor, white people. He went on to say, from colleges to corporations to our culture, people are making money and gaining power by pretending we haven't made any progress at all. It's backwards to fight discrimination with different types of discrimination. And it's wrong to use our, African Americans, painful past to dishonestly shut down debates in the present, end quote. He's 100% correct. And the fact that his assertion was even debated for one second, let alone a week, shows the depths of this mess we're in that is quite literally tearing us apart. 
To her credit, Vice President Kamala Harris, who is half black, said the next day that, quote, no, I don't think America is a racist country. But we also do have to speak the truth about the history of racism in our country and its existence today, end quote. There is an indisputable gap between white people and black and Latino people when it comes to life expectancy, education, and wealth. It is legitimate for all of us to explore why that is so and what role all of us play including the black and Latino communities themselves. It's as wrong of white people to stupidly say, ah, that's just because they're dumb and lazy, as it is of African Americans and Hispanics to say it's all white people's fault. To his credit, President Joe Biden, in an interview Thursday, added, quote, I don't think America's racist, but I think the overhang from all of the Jim Crow laws and before that slavery have had a cost, and we have to deal with it. I don't think the American people are racist, but I think that after 400 years, African Americans have been left in a position where they're so far behind the eight ball in terms of education, health, and opportunity. End quote. He's right. His vice president is right. And so is Senator Scott. Ah, the horror. Democrats and Republicans are both right. That can't be. All of them are right. And insisting yet again that only one side has the moral high ground or authority on this subject will be what dooms us all. I'm very aware that people don't like harsh truths, but that's a part of life. At least it used to be. And it needs to be again. So just as I respond every time we have a mass shooting in America and everyone starts screaming about gun control by pointing out we will never stop senseless and inexplicable murders, I respond similarly here. We should do reasonable things to make heinous incidents of mass shootings as rare as possible and nothing more because we're never going to truly stop them. And here's the harsh truth on this. There will never be a day when my wife and I can leave our home and know with 100% certainty that we won't be targeted for the color of our skin, either hers or mine. Now, as it is now, those incidents are rare, but boy, are they memorable and scarring when they happen. And we accept this as a fact of loving one another, and we realize that we will never truly escape the rare but painful incidents we will have to endure as a result of loving one another. As a nation... We should absolutely do everything we can to ensure fair hiring practices, reform the racial inequality that is undeniable within our justice system, and give law enforcement whatever tools and training it may need in various parts of the country to make sure they are treating all humans that they contact in the exact same manner. And none of that will end racism or hate or bigotry. In fact, it may not even lessen it. As we pursue reforms, we do need to heed Senator Scott's words and ensure that we aren't fighting discrimination by discriminating. Punishing white people for their pigment will do nothing to improve the lives of black people. And white people uttering moronic phrases like, What are you looking at me for? I don't own no slaves! does nothing to lower the temperature of the discussion and bring us closer together, which should be the goal. As a guy married to a black woman, and therefore part of a black family, and as someone whose cadre of friends is becoming more and more black, I can say that whether it has to do with the color of their skin, their culture, or simply how they were raised, the black people in my life have done nothing but enrich and improve it. And many of them have expressed the same thing to me vis-a-vis -vis their lives. Imagine that. You actually get to know someone, and you find out what they have to offer as a human. And it's almost always something amazing, regardless of their color, creed, and as I've learned, size and confidence. Working to eradicate your bias is a lifelong journey, if you're even willing to buy a ticket for the train. 
But I will tell you it's worth it. The energy and negativity we spend on hating someone solely for how they look or who they love is beyond toxic. It's malignant, and it will kill us all.